I'm not gonna lie. I'm checking out my new haircut on the screen. <laughs> on the screen, there's a screen for you all. For those of y'all that can, that don't know, and I'm looking at my new haircut. Not now, Chief. <laughs> I'm in the fucking zone. <laughs> you know what this is? What's he say? It's my new fucking haircut. It's my new fucking haircut. <laughs> Dude, I haven't had a haircut since January 20th. I got wow. it cut before the turnaround. Wow. I, I just it. haven't heard anybody. I'm before. usually like a three week tops guy. I can tell that you're Me not too. Jared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every three weeks he combs yeah. his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you Bi- go. Bi-monthly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That grows pretty fast. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyhow, I got a, got off last night was my last night. It's looking good too. I haven't been to bed. I worked about 60 in a row. Mm-hmm. Got off, did some chores around the house, got a haircut, mm-hmm. came here. Gave him the energy he needed. Yep. Now we're getting ready to record. Yeah, now we already are. I see it right there. This is a little, this is the pre-music. I guess we'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> guess we'll get it going. There we go. You know, since it's been going for a minute and 16, 17. Been rocking and rolling the whole time. That's my favorite part about the intros. Is, so uh, let's, it's really random. <laughs> let's not forget that Sean went to the gym and back in like 37 seconds. <laughs> Never a dull day. Never yeah. a dull day. Sorry, Sean, get your breath, man. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good. I'm back. We're recording. We got SD cards and everything, so yeah. we're rocking and rolling. We got now. a special guest in the house. We do. Yes, sir. In yes, sir. Yeah. Joe Mensel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> got all the goods today. <clears throat> hey, like man. It. My brain's. Uh, Recovering. Well, yeah. So you know how like uh, whenever you get like laser focused in on something, especially if it's like negative. Um, the, so like being on this turnaround for so long has been uh, taxing. I'm not saying that I had a negative mindset. It was just something that has really eaten up my life and my time. And it's you know, as time goes on, it starts to bother you more and more and it kind of starts to get into your head. Anyhow, when, when whatever it is gets resolved, how your mind like clears up and you can see things like when the negativity or the whatever's bothering you fades out and you can see all this, like your brain starts functioning normally again, I guess that's what's going on in my head. So I got, so right now it's actually on hyper, it's on hyperdrive. Yeah. So it's on hyperdrive right now, which is not functioning properly. I have to come down to the middle. So this is like, I mean, we keep it on hyperdrive for about another 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. You know, I think it's stay focused, clicked in. Jared's like, please God, (laughs) please shut the fuck up. Do you feel like Bradley Cooper on limitless? Hey, listen, he's handsome. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, you're handsome. You got your new haircut. I, and you're clicked in. Not now, chief. I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. I'm in my fucking zone. Oh, all, right. all right. That's enough banter. What did he say? Banshee bomb. What did, what did he say? Uh, what was the, the drink? Uh, Vegas bombs. Vegas bombs. Uh, Vegas bombs. Yeah, Vegas bombs. And he had a whole case of water on oh, his shoulder. Yeah, he walks in yeah. kicks the door down. To there the you gym. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the guy's like, doesn't he tell him like he has to like bad gin or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Just, yeah. Not now, chief. Yeah. I'm in the fucking zone. Not now, chief. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a case of water on his oh, shoulder. Man, I feel like it's probably been a solid 10 years since I even watched One of the greatest video. videos of all time. Yep. 
Oh, Remember his man. "Do You Even Lift" video? Oh yeah, there and was a bunch of those. They, that was like a theme he asked video everybody if they even lifted, except for the guy who trains in a park. <laughs> yeah, you don't fuck with that guy. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right, all right. That reminds me of working out at LA Fitness. You remember Homie Guy? I do remember Homie Guy. Oh, Homie man. Guy still works out there. Doesn't surprise me. So there's a guy I work with named Emmett who trains at LA Fitness. Okay. And um, recently, like within the past couple of months, uh. I, Somehow we got on the topic of gyms and people and mm -hmm. he's like, dude, there's this guy at my gym that always wears two different shoes and he's doing like weird, crazy handstands <laughs> and like, and like, you nice. know, like hanging upside down, doing crunches and stuff. We call him homie guy. Do you remember those little plastic action figures you used to get out of the quarter machines and they mm -hmm. were called homies? Yep. Oh. We thought that that guy kind of dressed like those dudes. Yeah, he had a Superman so, belt like buckle. He had a Superman <laughs> belt buckle. Yeah. He had a white tank top, basketball shorts and non-matching shoes and sunglasses. Yeah. And we were like, it's homie guy. Because he would do like backflips and wow. hang upside down and do yeah. all kind of crazy stuff at the yeah. gym. Yeah, we call, we call those the Batman, yeah. Batman crunches. Yeah, whatever you like. Yeah, there you go. But I mean, hey, whatever you like, man, yeah. makes him happy. So <laughs> I'm glad that he's happy. Homie guy, shout out. He probably watches. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. He probably needs some junk removed. Yeah. He probably needs some content made. He probably needs some personal training. You know, we can help him out. Yep. He needs to come on the show. Homie guy, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Phil at OTGfitness.com. Yes. Right? Straight from the bat cave. <laughs> straight, straight from the bat cave. Uh, anyhow, for the special guests, um, well, the, the poor yeah, one special guest. Po well, no, no, for the for the special listeners that are tuning go. in to listen to the special guest, the people who are on YouTube can see we have somebody. But the people just listening to podcast platform have no idea that he's here because we're just talking out of our ass and he, <laughs> he doesn't have a chance to talk. So we got <clears throat> we got a special guest today. Um, he is a local business owner and a friend of OTG. Uh, his name is Jared, and I'm not going to uh, go into all the details because he knows him much better than I do. So, Jared, give us a little bit about um, who you are. Where did you come from? Um, what do you do now and how'd you get there? Let's just, let's dive right into it. Simple enough. Uh, my name no, is don't tell Garrett. me not now, yeah. chief. Yeah, not <laughs> not zone, now, man. chief. I'm in the fucking zone. <laughs> All right, start over. Your name's Jared. Go ahead. Yep. Jared Garen. Ah. Jared Garen? Yep. How do you spell Garen? G-E-A-R-E-N. Okay. Garen. Okay. Gear, Garen. Garen. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. My grandparents are crazy. So <laughs> they're probably saying it wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I grew up in Pearland. Uh, Pearland, Texas. Yep. And then I live over. Were you an in oiler? Santa Fe now. Oh, uh, no. I went to school in Houston. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I live in Santa Fe now. Uh, moved last year from Seabrook. Okay. Um, so yeah. you, were, you were right down the street. Well, you're still kind of uh, right down the street. Yep. I mean, Santa Fe's not that far. No, it's not far. Um, so. Yeah. I own uh, Coastal Junk Removal and Nahoa Threads. Nahoa Threads. Yep. How do you spell Nahoa? Uh, N A. H-O-A. Yeah. Nahoa Threads. Yep. So I, Got one on right now. People are going to go, wait, what did he say? Yeah. So Coastal Junk Removal and Nahoa Threads. So my guy Jared is a serial entrepreneur. Working on is that, it. Is that what yeah. you, would you consider yourself a serial I entrepreneur? Guess. yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. You're, tr you're trying to do multiple things yep. and you're probably not stopping anytime soon. Nope. So <clears throat> which one came first, Nahoa Threads or? <clears throat> Coastal. Let's start there. All right. So a little bit of, so you graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go from there. High school, go straight in the Air Force. Uh, oh, wow. Hey, hey thank you for your years. service. Oh, thank you. Eight years. Eight years. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I did. Uh, we got a veteran folks. I was a uh, security forces, which is, I mean, it falls under military police. I didn't really mm -hmm. do any police work. I did right. nuclear security for my first four years. Wow. Okay. And then cross-trained to become a dog handler. 
So I worked with dogs. Um, yeah, so uh, I did that. Like a, like a police dog, like canine, like a. Yeah, so I, I worked uh, bomb dogs. Okay, bomb, like okay. Bomb, bomb sniffing dogs, mm-hmm. uh, which is, it was a, it's called a, a patrol explosive detector dog, PED. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was stationed in Missouri for my first four years, went oh, canine. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what part of Missouri? Um, is Knob Noster. It's, it's like, uh, between Kansas City and St. Louis is the best oh. way to describe it. Uh-huh. But it's a, I mean, a small little, I mean, maybe 3,000 so person. You lived there for how long? Four years. Ooh, okay. It was rough. <laughs> rough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> rough. Yep. So then. So uh, you're in the Air Force, you're, you're training dogs, you're doing security slash military police mm-hmm. style stuff for eight years. Yep. And then, okay. And you go, all right, man, I'm out of here. Yep. Get out. Uh, I was going to promote out of being a dog handler mm-hmm. and I was, I mean, I liked doing that at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, I might as well just get out now yeah. and then go live where I want to. I was sick of living. Uh, <laughs> so like my second base, I was outside of Dallas, Missouri. which sucked. You know, I like the ocean. I like yeah. to be by water. Yeah. Um, I'm a beach guy for sure. Yep. <clears throat> so then I get out, I started working, uh, like doing lineman stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Electrical right, work. Yep. Like right away. And then worked for a pipeline and then got on a uh, plants. Mm-hmm. It's kind of everybody's backstory around here. Right. Yeah. Plant, Greater Houston my, area. Oil's yeah. going to touch you. Yep. Dad was an operator. So I, I knew it was a good job. So I went there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just kind of trying to find it. Yeah. Kinda, I just, as you get out of the military and you're trying to find something. Yeah, exactly. You're like I'm, fi- I'm finding something. Yep. So it sounds like though you grew a, a career pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Grew up into a, grew it into a lucrative career pretty quickly. Yeah. And then, um, you decided it wouldn't for you. Yep. So, uh, exactly. So, so, um, you're working at the refinery Mm -hmm. and did you just, you said something a minute ago, you got your first turnaround check Yep. and you went and bought your first trailer. Yep. Bought a trailer, formed an LLC, started doing junk removal. Um, so how real quick, where did the idea, where, uh, what gave you the interest, the idea that you, that could be something you might like to do or something that could pay you well? Uh, the illegal dumping in Seabrook. Okay. So if you go down Toddville Road, uh, uh-huh. I forget what the cutoff, I think it's Meyer or Myers. That four-way intersection yep. right there? Yeah. So there's people dump stuff all the time. Yep. So I would always go to the park on Toddville take my kids out there uh-huh. and I just hated seeing it. I hated seeing crap on the side of the That's road. A cool story. Yeah. So then I'd kind of looked at like, you know, people that remove that mm-hmm. stuff and I was like, Oh wow. There's like actual companies that do that. That, like, dude, That's that wild. come pick up junk yeah. of any kind. Yep. And I didn't know that was even a thing. So then I was like, I, I saw some franchise opportunities popped up on, you know, uh, Facebook. Of course, your phone's listening to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it knows yeah. what we're doing. It was I'm going to have some go yeah, it was like some coastal day. junk removal yep. ads. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, I talked to some franchises about doing it and mm-hmm. you were going to, you were thinking about buying a franchise yeah. and then the buy-in was just crazy expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they usually are. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, like I'll just start my own. There you go. So then that's what I did. Uh, started it with just my truck and trailer. Mm-hmm. And then, so I had a landscape trailer first. I ran that for maybe like seven months. Was it just you? It was me. And then, uh, my nephew. So y'all, two guys were showing up yep. and just whatever you needed to get rid of was yep. going on the trailer. 
Yeah. Yeah. When you say landscape, what, what do you mean? So it was uh, pretty much just a utility trailer with four foot walls. Okay. Like so a like a low like, boy regular yeah. low boy trailer single yep. axle or it was dual axle double axle and yeah. it had four foot. Could you take the sides on and off? Nope. Oh, they were fixed. Yeah, they were fixed. <laughs> so so y'all had to like kind of like Kobe stuff in there. Yeah, and they had a ramp in the back yeah. for like okay. heavy stuff. Because when you say that, I'm just thinking like, so you're just moving dirt around or it's still junk? Though? Yeah, it was still junk. Okay. It was just that was the cheapest trailer, okay. and uh, because uh. Like dump trailers, man, at the time were like seven grand. And I was like, I'm not going to pay that much. Uh-huh. And then I learned real quick with the landscape trailer, you're loading and unloading by hand and that sucks. Mm-hmm. So then I started working yeah. to get a dump trailer, bought a dump trailer, kept, I still had my same truck, ran that for about a year. And then I bought the dump truck that I have. And then I've got a roll off trailer. Uh, so I'm, I'm um, when you say you have to load and unload, so I guess. Currently, with the trucks you have now, the dumping is yep. all yeah. automatic. So, There's yeah. no manual dumping. Exactly, right? yeah, gotcha. it's all you button. Can, yeah, you uh-huh. load it by you load it by hand, and then uh, unload it by button, and then unload uh, it by button. Yeah, okay. But yeah. We, we try That's to cool. donate well, what we can, but the donation centers are around here. After uh, right, you know, the pandemic were just <laughs> crazy on stuff they would take. Oh, they're yeah. just real picky, or what? Yeah, real picky, and a lot of them just had too much. Right, because people would just drop stuff off, and then. Yeah. It's it's more difficult now than it was to donate stuff, and then like any metal, we we recycle that. We scrap, scrap oh, it. Nice, okay. you scrap it and make a little bit on that. That's too. a yep. good deal. So you're working at the plant. You get this idea because you're taking your kids to the park. There's junk out there, and you're like, nah, this got to go. Yep. You research the idea. You get into it, uh, or you save up your. You get a big check. You buy a trailer. Yep. And you just start doing it like when you're not at work. Uh, before, yeah, pretty much so before. How long did work. that last part, part time? How, how, how long did you do it part time? Uh, three years. And okay. Then, like it, it got to the point. So I went full time last April, April okay. 18th. So almost right out of year now. Yep. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was working 12 hour shifts, rotating days and nights. Mm-hmm. You're working and, at DuPont or? Uh, it was four on, four off, but really it was most of the time six on. Yeah. Day and a half off yeah. with overtime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would get up, I'd work all night, get home at four or five, take a shower, go to sleep for three hours, get up, start working before. Nah, I man, you work. don't, you don't have time for, for another job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> nah, man, there's yeah. no time. Yep. So and, uh, nah, you can't do that. Yeah. I was living on no sleep and then I did that for three years and then, yeah, I just got to the point where I was. So like, was it a, move. um, was it a, uh, Hey, I am making enough money where I'm comfortable quitting or I could make enough money where I'm comfortable quitting or I don't want to be at the plant anymore or both. What was going it was, on? Uh, I could because you, I was, you were like down a lot of work ah, okay, okay. because I was, so at, you're like, at man, yeah. so you start doing the numbers and you're like, if I didn't work these 12 hours at the plant, yep. I could make that money. And then some mm-hmm. doing these jobs, yep. the opportunity cost yeah. was yeah. Exactly. getting too yeah. high. Yeah. yeah. And it, you, yeah. They, got weren't, to the they weren't paying you enough for your time at, yeah. at the plant. I was working pretty regularly, like 17, 18 hour days mm-hmm. um, between junk removal and working at the plant. Wow. And I was like, I, I can't do both. Like, I know I'll never get the junk removal where I want to get it mm-hmm. if I'm still here. So mm-hmm. How did you get your customers back then? Um, Facebook, Google ads. Oh, Google ads. Uh, yeah, cool. Instagram, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Google ads. Is good, but man, there's so many franchises around here that just 
Yeah, yeah. We do, we do a lot of Google ads too um, at the gym, but <clears throat> we've kind of grown. Lie, I do see a lot of those ads. I'm not going to yeah. name any of the other companies. Yeah. I, <laughs> I never see them, to be honest, yeah, but never, maybe I it's. Oh, I see them. I could name, yeah. I could name yeah. three, right, two right now that yeah. aren't yeah. his company. But anyway. No, I don't really know. I've never even used a junker. I've done my own junk removal. I know where these guys' names are. That's probably why you've seen them. Like, I've never really used, I actually used uh, Jared a few weeks ago when we moved into here. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, um, you know, something I never really thought about. Same, like last week when we talked to Alex, he's talking about how moving is such a stressful situation. Yeah. Yep. And kind of that's what I was going through. I was, you know, obviously you have to keep doing what you got to do at work and, you know, whatever it is that needs to be done responsibility wise. While you also have to get all this stuff moved. And my girlfriend really kind of wanted to do almost like a fresh start mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I was like, all right, well, you know, whatever you don't want, let's just get it in the garage and uh, we'll toss it out. Well, this pile <laughs> got bigger. Yeah. She didn't want anything. And yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And we got here and I couldn't cook because we didn't have any yeah. utensils. <laughs> you know what? We should have kept it that way. So Kevin couldn't have cooked. Uh, <laughs> that that would have been a great strategy. But yeah, this pile starts getting bigger and bigger. You know, and next thing you know, I'm like, man, this is going to take me all day. Better call Jared. Yeah. So I did. And, uh, we've been, he has been following, uh, we've been following each other on Instagram for yep. a while. And I don't know if, how did you come across us? Do you, do you know, I'm maybe I you drove past it. Okay. On uh, highway three. Okay. And I was like, I oh, that's cool. It's all the sign. We'll look him up. Yeah. It's like, all the up on sign. Instagram. Okay, yep. cool. Yeah. And then, and uh, the business. same thing with the coffee truck. And then he was on the podcast and uh-huh. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Okay. Nice. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cause uh, Jared was, you know, kind of interacting with a lot of our content and stuff. And yeah, then, so yeah, we kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see that. I see that pretty often. So yeah, yeah. we, we were just kind of trained. Going, oh, no doubt. Seen, seen the pipes on this guy. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to talk about that too, because there was no way he had time. While he had bullshit, (laughs) but yeah. Um, anyways, you know, we, we connected on Instagram and I was like, you know what, uh, this guy, I see his posts about, you know, dumpster bags and all these various Mm -hmm. things. Like, man, I don't really want that. What I'd rather have is just somebody back up here and get all this. And man, it was just, and he did shows up, uh, communicated very well via, we texted a little bit. I called you, sent you pictures. The process was really easy. He gave me an estimate on what it would cost, you Mm -hmm. know? And uh, shows up, very easy process, came over here, picked up. You know how when you move, you have a bunch of like uh, cardboard boxes from from all this stuff, right? The chairs come in boxes, your yep. utensils come in boxes, oh, yeah. your dishware comes in boxes. You know, If you order from Amazon, your box comes in a box. Yeah, exactly. Which also comes in a bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we yeah. had all this stuff over here. So he comes over and uh, grabs this stuff too. And it just, it's very stress relieving, um, you know, service that yeah. oh yeah you really don't think much of until no. you Dude, experience disposing it. of stuff's a yeah. pain in the ass so it is. i own a lot of real estate i say a lot depends on who you ask i own i have done a lot of renovation projects mm-hmm. the debris you know the sheetrock and the oh. wood and man getting rid of that is a pain in the ass it is yeah it, like i i can almost understand why somebody I wouldn't do it, but somebody would want to dump it on the side of Toddville road because it's such a pain in the ass. It it really is a pain. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's kind of genius that you're like, okay, I, I I spotted this problem and I'm going to, I'm going to, you made yourself aware of how to do it properly. Mm -hmm. The proper way to, I mean, everything from effectively load the stuff in the trailer 
to where you're going to take it, what that site will allow you to dump there, how much it's going to cost you to dump it there. You know, what are you going to need? You need a water bill. You're going to need your driver's license to get into the biosphere or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So like you did your research and, uh, you said, okay, I'm gonna take the guest work out of it, guesswork out of it for these people. Yep. And, uh, but I want to back up a little bit. Something's been on my mind. There's going to, there's going to be a lot of takeaways and there's probably a lot that I've missed. So Jerry, you were at a crossroad. You were working at the plant and you were also working for yourself and, um, you had to roll the dice, Yep. but you bet on yourself. And I like that. You said, Hey, I'm going to have to make a decision here. You're at a, you're at a fork in the road. Am I betting on me or am I betting on this refinery? Yep. And you said, nah, I'm betting on me. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. And I want to look at the camera and tell people to bet on themselves. Yep. Yeah. I'm Maybe. with that. And I'd like to, um, another point about that. You said it was right out a year ago, mm-hmm. right out a year ago. I like people <laughs> thought the economy was crazy. The stock yeah. market was crashing or whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever you want to say, it's gotta be a crazy time to, to make a decision like what that. Like, what, what's, sure. go, what's going through your head uh, uh, at a time like that? I mean, I, it had to be done because man, it was just, it was too much to do both. No plan B. Long term. Yeah. He says it so simply. It had to be done. Yep. Had to be done. My, my guy identifies, <laughs> identifies, identifies the problem, the solution and goes, okay, I have to do that. It's gotta yeah. be done. Yeah. Yep. Easy. Another right. takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, man. Make yeah. your decision folks. Yeah. So, um, you're year in now. It looks, seems like the business is it's supporting you, your wife, mm-hmm. your, your children, um, your lifestyle and so forth. Um, that's, uh, that's like Phil said, starting to, or going all in on a business at such a pivotal time. Um, you know, my hat is off to you for that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, um, not done with coastal, but when does the clothing line come to fruition? Yeah, how does that, how does that, how, how does that, so you're, you're hauling junk. Yep. You're, you're disposing of, you're doing all this stuff. You're buying dump trucks and dump trailers and probably likely hiring people and so forth. How does a clothing line work its way into the, uh, reach? It was, it was all about the reach with it because, uh, so with coastal, I donate to different organizations throughout the year. It just yeah. depends on what time it is. Um, but I can only do so much locally. So clothing was a, an idea or a, a concept to really broaden donations for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love donating to different organizations, stuff like that. And that was a way, like I sold a shirt to people in, that I don't even know in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So uh, I do 4% right now of Nahoa goes to a uh, reverent warriors, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, a veteran organization uh, they have um, like silky hikes, which silkies are the real short mm-hmm. shorts that you mm-hmm. PT in in the military. Uh, they're just kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, the, so they do these hikes like all over the country. Yeah. <laughs> I've and, never heard of it. Oh, yeah. Um, they're pretty intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the the whole purpose behind it is, you know, to uh, to end veteran suicide, which is a, a huge, you know, a, a huge, huge problem issue. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, it was just crazy how like I got linked up with them. Because when we first started, we were donating to uh, wildlife, like sea life yeah. uh, rescue. And, you know, I was passionate about that. Sure. But, man, like when I linked up with the Reverend Warriors, I mean, it was just like yeah. green light. So man. so it was born out of you wanted to find a way to give them more. Yep. And so you're like, uh, how can I make some money? You're brainstorming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make some clothes. Yep. Okay. So it was like I wanted 
awesome apparel, like, you know, like the designs and stuff I come up with. Good quality material. Yep, great stuff. quality. Yeah. I want it to be like, you do your own designs. Yep. Okay. So most of them. So we did buy like a design package. Um, do you draw paint? Do you vector? Uh, I do some vector and then some of them I just draw. Okay. So, so you drew this guy, this uh, pineapple No, guy? not that one. Oh, so man. yeah, that one I purchased. Uh, okay. This one I came up with. Okay. Um, so we actually collabed with Rich O'Toole, the uh, country singer out of mm-hmm. Houston. I, I was about to say, I heard that name yeah. before, but it's been a while. So I reached out to him and uh, to see if he wanted some shirts because I've been listening to him for a while. He's local. And he was like, oh yeah, for sure. And then- like a week later, he hit me up. I met him down at Jackie's Brick House when he was singing one night. And he was like, hey, let's collab on a shirt. So we did this one together uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. Cool deal. But, Brand new. But yeah, so I just wanted to uh, to really just broaden like what I could give back. And yeah. it was difficult to do that locally because I'm only, you know, getting jobs here. You know, I'm not getting jobs in Pennsylvania, right, or all where I can sell shirts and stuff Thank like God that. You're not yeah, jobs yeah. In Pennsylvania. <laughs> It'd be a far drive. Um, well, then yeah. you'd have to go to Pennsylvania. What does Nahua yeah. mean? So it's a, a Hawaiian word for bold and defiant. Bold and defiant. Yep. Wow, I like that. I would yep. consider myself uh, not defiant, actually. <laughs> but it depends on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. it's all relative, right? Yep. If you ask the high school teachers, we're all in this room are defiant. Oh, that's oh, yeah. true. You know, yeah, for sure. Because, Ask Sean's counselor. Because, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the exact person. So Sean abides by all the laws and follows the rules in society. But if you ask his counselor, he's a hellion. Yeah. 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 He's out I, here I with hate, his I hate rules, with especially his non, speeding rules. With his non real yeah. job and so forth. Yeah. He definitely didn't speed to the gym to get this SD yeah. card. <laughs> I know no, I definitely didn't blow past the stop sign <laughs> at all. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, um, it's uh bold and defiant. Mm-hmm. Did you, um, did you, is it something that you, did you come up with the term and then you wanted to find a word that matched it? Yep. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Cause I was thinking like, I don't know. I do want to be like defiant apparel. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I came up with it. And um, then, and then you started just making designs, printing yep. them on shirts. Yep. Yeah. I really like the idea of like how to, spread pasture local because in mm-hmm. my like to us like otg is, is definitely a, a local thing but right a big thing for me and mm-hmm. like me and sean talk about this a lot uh for as far as the content is concerned and one major thing with this podcast is one of my major goals is to make sure that only the greatest isn't just some gym in webster right it's like how do how do we go beyond and how do we become more now don't get me wrong i want to support our local community and i think mm-hmm. that's really important i love supporting local business that's why you know obviously we're talking right now right yep. But how do we reach an audience that's bigger than our neighbor? Like, how do we really change the world and how do we really touch more people? And that's kind of what we want to do with this and, and allow us Cold to continue calls. to grow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call people that don't want your business. <laughs> I'm just yeah. talking trash. That's such a good idea. <laughs> Dude, we should start cold calling people. Just that's, call numbers and yeah. be like, ask them if they need personal training. Hey, man, you need to work out? Yeah. Hey, you need to lose some weight? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Are you, are you my you, son? I'll bet you're <laughs> sitting on your couch right now. Yeah. When you could be in this gym getting after it. Oh, mm-hmm. man. It's personal now. That's one thing we don't do. Is, yeah. uh, like we, we like to work with people that want to work with us. Right. And exactly. I don't know what, yeah, I'm sure maybe your opinion. <laughs> I'm just similar, talking but, trash. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Um, Especially with like, uh, I'm a, so, so you said going back to the Google ads thing, uh, a lot, a lot of people just inquire online and mm-hmm. then you give them a call kind of like, 
Because yes, the way sometimes. that we connected was a little different, right? Yeah. But, so sometimes people will text. That that's kind of the easiest way now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like the franchises. There's a couple of them in Houston that are paying 20, 20 grand a month or more. Yeah, on I know. Google Ads and like. I can't compete with Yeah, them. same right. with us, no. you know. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. not yet. You're coming for them, yeah. though. Like, our business model is kind of unique in the fact that um, people that want just like a gym membership, mm -hmm. we actually don't do that. You know, we only work with people that are interested in a personal training situation. Oh, okay. And then they get a free uh, gym membership along with that, but you have to do personal training. Mm -hmm. So, uh, our from an advertising perspective, we kind of can compete with the bigger guys because- they're searching for people that just want gym memberships, right? right. But we don't. Yeah, you got a different yeah. target. Yeah, we have a different target. So we can kind of we can kind of get in there and maneuver in in the background because we can target like people for personal training, not necessarily um, for gym. But I'm pretty familiar with um, the the Google Ad space and how these how these guys with uh, big budgets mm -hmm. can just drive up the cost per click type of situations, yeah, it's crazy. And, and it just you just you can't keep up. Yep. You know, but luckily now, and I'm sure like your business is only a year old, um, but a big thing for us is we don't even have to spend that much on Google anymore because organically, right? like when you're looking for personal training in the area, boom, we're right there with, we still pay for advertising, but a lot of times it's not even necessary. Mm -hmm. It just shows up in the little three pack, <laughs> yep. you know, which I'm assuming is um, like, I left you a Google review and so those reviews will, you know, eventually get up there. You don't yeah, have to spend as much. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, six, I think it was six months ago, I had to restart my Google because my uh, other one got suspended and then they wouldn't reactivate it, but they wouldn't tell me why it got suspended. They just kept saying that I was violating community guidelines. You were defiant. Yeah. You, were bold, you were bold and yeah. defiant. Like it was nothing but just junk removal. That was all. Yeah. If it would have been my Facebook, I would have got, I would have understood them blocking that or something. <laughs> yeah. Right, but yeah. Right, right. Google, I was like, man, I didn't do anything. Yeah. So that's I had frustrating. To, yeah. So I had to start over. I had like a hundred reviews and oh, stuff on man. there. And yeah, just completely Damn. wiped out. And that oh, sucked. That's, that's a yeah. That is rough. But, but yeah, yeah, like, so what I started doing was I looked where the big guys were weak, which was Instagram, Facebook. And then that's where I started. Hammering. Customer service. Yep. And then, yeah, oh yeah, definitely customer mm -hmm. service. So yeah, it started out with like, you know, just removing junk. And then, man, it really just grew like, especially like in my mind, it's like we're saving people time, hassle. And it really just kind of became a purpose, man. Just it relieves people's serve. stress yeah. and anxiety. Yep. And and provide, I mean, people, it can be overwhelming to have a yeah. garage or a yard or a porch full of crap mm -hmm. and you need it gone. And it's not even like me. It's not necessarily that uh, I'm too lazy to load it or it's, I don't have anywhere to take it. Yeah. You know, I don't have the proper equipment. You know, I don't have dump trailers and, and, you know, I don't mm -hmm. have multiple guys, not as strong yep. as somebody like you. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even train yet <laughs> until tomorrow morning. Cause I want to let y'all know that this comeback is it's personal. On. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> anyway, that's a different topic. I, so, uh, Oh, I was, go I was, ahead, I, Sean. I did have a couple of questions. Uh, yep. you were talking about like the early beginnings of, um, coastal junk removal. Mm -hmm. So how was those first few jobs? I think it's, that's always like an interesting take. Um, uh, yeah. Like so, so walk us through like your first, especially if it's an awkward one, there's gotta be a bad experience in there. Oh yeah. I mean, for or sure. Weird. Yeah. So go ahead. First job was a, uh, a dinghy, like, you know, just a small boat. 
from mm-hmm. a, a kayak rental How did this place. person uh, figure out who you were? Google um, ad or? I think it was Facebook. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I started doing like, I, I mean, I still post on Facebook groups every day. Yeah. Every single day I post twice Okay. Uh, yeah. on that. And then I try to post two or three times on Instagram. Um, but yeah, they had found me on, I think, Facebook. And it was a dinghy. It was like, I don't know, maybe like 12 foot and then two kayak trailers. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, we can do it. For sure. I got no clue how to do it. We get there and this thing's <laughs> in the, out. Yeah, yeah, it's right. in the water. So I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Like, I got to pull this boat out of the yeah. water. I mean, we figured it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as far as... Uh, so you show up, there's a boat in the water. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw... In fact, yeah. I have yeah, another this, boat on the truck right yeah, now. This that is I just my third boat. This yeah. is my yeah. third yeah. boat. We yeah. do this every day. Yeah. Like, Might as well but, be coastal boat removal. Yeah. I mean, just all... Fake confidence, man. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, I mean, to be honest with y'all, I don't know if I don't know if the confidence is fake. Yeah. Though now it's real confidence. Yeah, you you're confident enough in yourself yeah. to know that when you show up, you're going to be able to figure yeah. it out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's right. real confidence. Yeah. yeah. So it's so just, how did y'all tackle getting the boat into the? Because y'all still had that uh, that other trailer at the yeah. time too. So, so we, uh, I mean, it was all manual labor. Labor lifted it up. I think I ended up like knee deep in the water, (laughs) knee deep in the water at some point, pulling it up on the dock. And then, yeah, yeah, we pulled it to the, uh, to the trailer and then the kayak trailers. I mean, just, Ah, I figured you just took the harness from the gym, put it around the waist, (laughs) put it on the front of the boat. Just strong man. Yeah. Yeah. Just sank it in place. Put some holes through it and let it sink. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. We removed yeah. it. Yeah. Where's my money? It's I like gone. That. I like that. Man, that's funny. So, where do you dump a dinghy? Do you just bring it? So to that a, I had to. Uh, I mean, I was learned that the hard bring, way. Bring it to Todd. Yeah, took it, drop to the, it off. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Toddville Road. Little place on Toddville, corner of my East Meyer. Took it to the dump, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't bring it in one piece. Like you gotta." Like it can only be in like four foot sections. Yeah, cut it up. Oh. So I went back home, cut cut it up like four what? foot sections. What like reciprocating saw? Just yep. Did they measure your sections? Saw. No, but it was. Yeah, I'd have been like, like that thing's four foot. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, yeah. I'm telling you, it's four. I measured it twice, but yeah, yeah. I cut it with a damn boat. butter knife. Yeah. That's all I had. Yeah. Yeah. No, when they said it needed to be four foot, I'd have been like, that's four foot. Yeah, yeah. 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 and then. uh I knew a dude that that was a welder and fabricator in Seabrook. So I hit him up on those trailers and I was like, can you do anything with them? And he's like, man, I can make those into like, like little cargo trailers. So I took them over to him, gave them to him. And then he made trailers. I don't know if he used them or sold them or what. Dang. So you just gave them to him. Somebody paid you to remove them and you Mm -hmm. donated them to him. And do you still, do you still do stuff like that now? Like if you have something, so instead of, I mean, what's your go-to, you have a dump source, I'm assuming. Yeah. So like, well, you know, if it's just, you know, junk, um, something that we can't donate, which, you know, if it's a couch that you know your dog's been peeing on for six years, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know, that that's going to the dump mattresses dump. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's good stuff, we'll Furniture. donate it. Yeah. Uh, how, how about a uh, broken exercise bikes? Like you picked up from my house. Uh, that went to the scrapyard. Okay. Yeah, we the metal scrap. those. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. We yeah. recycled those and then they, uh, I mean, I guess they melted down at some point. Right. And then yeah. turn it into so. something else. It's probably, this is probably your bike right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they used it to make. Yep. A little upcycling. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> Man, how, yeah. Much, how much time do you spend on this? Like figuring out, okay, so you show up. We're just going to use my example. He showed, mm-hmm. when he, when Jared showed up to my house with, uh, with your other guy, they probably had about a quarter of your truck full already mm-hmm. with some other stuff. 
And then you take about, it probably took you guys less than an hour for sure. Probably 30 minutes, 45 minutes most. And when you left, you probably had about three quarters of the truck full. Mm -hmm. All right. So now what happens? So at that point, like, uh, we'll sort it. So I have a, uh, we have an office in chemo until the end of this month. We don't really go there anymore. Okay. Uh, And then I've got a storage, like a big storage facility in chemo. Uh, we'll go there and put metal there. If it's in the truck and we need space right then, um, if we've got some downtime, we'll just take metal straight to the recycling place from Recycle. when we leave a job. Okay. Um, but yeah, we try. I try to dump the truck only when it's full, just because it, there's a minimum at the dump. Mm-hmm. So you know, but if yeah. it's something you know good, we'll we'll go sit it until we can donate it. Or if it's raining and we pick up a couch that can be donated, we'll run that to a storage place so but it's you, out of the rain. You sort it all out first. So you, mm-hmm. you take the time to sort it all out to make sure that when you go to the dump, it's only yep. trash yeah. that's yep. getting dumped. And then a, a lot of the times, like if we're doing like a full, like a house clean out or something, you know, a tenant's been evicted, that, that stuff's usually just going straight to the dump. So we'll okay. fill up, go straight to the dump. I was going to ask um, about that. Do you, do you get like contracted out by like apartment complexes or like uh, duplex we have owners before and, like and then uh, like storage facilities too. Gotcha. Uh, Very nice. For people that have just left and they couldn't sell it or something like that. And if you ever get a, like a garage or a storage unit with a 68 Chevelle SS, yeah. let me know. Don't scrap that. Don't scrap that. Don't get rid of it really Don't take it to Toddville. Actually take it to Toddville and I'll swing by there. Go check it out. Let me know your yeah. drop off time. Yeah. You know, or like a 73 CUDA, something yeah. like that. Yeah, right. uh, something. Yeah. yeah. What is yeah. the like, I don't know. I mean, you might not know the answer to this, but like, what is the most valuable or coolest thing that you've ever picked up that somebody was considering junk? And then it's in your opinion, maybe it's some type of gold mine for for someone. There's for somebody out there in the world that thinks everybody, everything in this room is junk. Right. Just depends on who you ask. Yeah. Right? So, so what do you, what do you think in your opinion? And just off the top of my head, we did a, a golf cart one time. Dang, um, that'd be pretty like lady. a running golf cart, like a good. It, it wasn't running; it oh. just needed batteries. Um, but yeah, so we got that, and I ended up giving it to a dude that fixed golf carts. I didn't know what was wrong with it. The people that we got it from, they're like, I don't know, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I didn't really take the time to look too much into it. I gave it to him, and he called me. And was like, man, it only needed batteries. Like, if you want it back, and I was like, no, nah, it's fine. Like, you can just wow. keep it. Like. So I don't know if he sold it or. That's amazing. I just think that it's crazy. I think that it's crazy. In my opinion, I was like, oh, junk removal. This guy shows up, gets my stuff and just takes everything and just throws it away. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, I'm still a little bit in shock right now (laughs) that you actually take the time to try to do the right thing with, Mm -hmm. with each each individual piece of quote unquote junk. Right. You know, that's my throwing away. That that's crazy. I mean, I I really, I enjoy, I like hearing that. I'm just. Mm -hmm. Kind of really surprised by it. Yeah. What's the yeah. one of the dirtiest jobs you've had? Oh man, that was my next question. Okay. Yeah, that was my next There's question for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Like of you those. showed up and you were like, oh, dude, dude I, I can't, I can't watch video. To, I can't watch videos like that. Going back it's to the just plant, like, just yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's like the roaches everywhere. Back. I'm like, no, nah, I can't watch it. Y'all need an operator. Like, yeah, I'll come back tonight. I'm ready. Um. Man, we've we've done some like hoarder cleanouts with Oof. like fridges that have been. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. So actually, this wasn't a hoarder cleanout, uh, but this was a vacation home. Uh, was the dirtiest for sure. It was a vacation home. They had been gone for like four months. Came back at some point, their deep freezer in their uh, garage had went out. Oh no! And uh, so the vacation home was like over in Kima, and so we pull up 
and they're like, we just need the fridge gone. There's like two Ferraris in the, uh, the garage. They're like, we don't care what it costs. And I was like, it cannot be that bad. Yeah. It was absolutely that bad. You're able to smell it from Seabrook. (laughs) Man, it was bad. It was, I'm talking a big. I would have charged them one Ferrari. Yeah. (laughs) I got both of them. (laughs) But I mean, if the deep freeze stays closed, it shouldn't be a big deal. Or what happened? So it had been four months. Yeah. It had been four months since they had been to the house. So they don't know when it went out, but it was a deep freezer. I mean, the size of that table Uh and it was full of just meat, meat. Oh, it smelled like a dead body. Man, there was, I'm talking a good amount of blood in there. Oh, Uh, so, but you, you, oh, cause you opened it, I guess. It was raunchy. Yeah. That was the nastiest job for sure. Yeah. Do y'all wear, what kind of PPE do y'all wear for stuff like that? Like the lady had, she just told me the deep freezer went out. We get there. She gives us the whole story. It's been months. So I was like, oh, I got to go like buy stuff. Yeah. So I had a respirator already. Um, and then, yeah, I went and bought some like, you know, the Tyvek suits and the gloves and stuff like that and cleaned it. Or hazmat mode. You keep yeah. this stuff yeah. on deck now? Yeah. 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 I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keeps man. it under the seat. Yeah. yeah. So that, that one was rough, man. Like, yeah. That was, that was yeah. gross. So, we, so what do you do with that? Like you just bring, you just bring that and just dump it in the. Trash, yeah. So we got to go to a, um, a dump that we can take raw garbage to like the one that we usually go to on Dixie farm. You can't have raw stuff. Like that's all construction household items. Mm. Uh, the raw, the raw ones are a bit more expensive. So we have to charge more for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because they do it by weight, but Mm. there's a minimum for the weight. So So if you have like a, a small freezer, no go. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get two of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How, what percentage of the jobs are like, quote, dirty jobs, like versus, uh, you know, just easy? I would say like maybe clutter. like 30, 30 percent are like nasty. Gross. Yeah. And then the rest yeah. of them's like a pile of lumber. Yeah. Let me get one more. Or go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so yesterday we did two truckloads of a dock. So the people in Seabrook had had their dock uh, got ruined by, I don't know, a storm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, it was that they had put the wrong kind of nails in it. That's what it was. Uh, the people that had built it had put the wrong kind of nails uh, in it, so they rusted out. Mm. Wind, uh, made some waves over on the, the water, and it kind of just bent it, broke it all up. So they got a new dock, and we did two truckloads of just lumber, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yesterday morning. Damn, good deal. Give me yeah. another, give me another, like, I want to hear another. <laughs> Let me get another dirty one, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just, um. So we did a uh, a clean out. I think it was in Lamarck or Texas City. It was mm, over in that area. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was an eviction. That. And man, we found. Also makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was like, man, I don't know what they were running a brothel or something out of that place. Man, but there was like, <laughs> it was like a, a three, three or four bedroom. Every bedroom had like two mattresses on the floor that were just, I'm talking funky man Whoa, that funky. sounds weird yeah. Like it was, yeah that was a gross one man little so tripod set up yeah. in the corner yeah it was Cigarette just, yeah, it was just and, yeah exactly man uh, so the landlord nasty. calls you mm-hmm. and oh, that's probably a great customer for you huh yep. recurring customer oh yeah so yeah. i i i think we've got i mean very f- under five people that have only used us once yeah so wow. yeah i try to keep the retention rate and reuse rate sure. very high we try to do everything as quick as possible, um, clean, not mess stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
very interactive with customers. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, like if people are moving out of town or something, you know, I don't expect them to use this again, but every, everybody that uses us locally, I want them to, to be so happy with the service that, you know, they use us every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Sure. I'm with it. No, I mean, um, I remember, uh, watching your guy, like as I was leaving, your guy was in there, he was like sweeping up the garage, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Pulled out the broom, made Damn sure right it was sweeped up yep. looking real nice yeah. and everything. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. We I sweep mean, up and then, uh, try to run a magnet over driveways and stuff if we're doing oh, stuff that has nails nails and yeah, so, nails and screws and yeah. stuff like that so, yeah wow do y'all have um uh so i know you said you started with your just your nephew right mm-hmm. do you have more employees now uh just two others okay yeah okay cool but, cool. but yeah i want to have five trucks on the road within the next few years nice so, nice and right now y'all have two I've got one truck and then one roll-off trailer okay so okay. That, that'll cool. be for like you know somebody will call and be like hey you know we're they're tearing up a deck or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a more affordable option than us coming out. We come up, drop the roll off, and you know, come back in a week, pick it up. What is yeah. it? Can you can you describe that roll off? Yeah, so big dumpster. It, yes, it's a big dumpster. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Big dumpster. Yeah, yeah. Fit, we've got fifteen and twenty yard dumpsters, and then yeah. they're fourteen foot long. So in that situation, the customer is doing the labor. Yep, got it. And then we drop it off, and then we've got the dumpster bags. That's new. So that's mm-hmm. like a uh, a bagster, like a waste management bagster. Mm-hmm. So they, that was an, another thing. I kind of noticed a uh, a gap in the market. So they only pick up, waste management only picks up 49% of the bagsters that they sell. So they sell them at Home Depot. Kima sells them, mm-hmm. but they don't pick up in Seabrook. Mm-hmm. People from Seabrook go to the Home Depot and Kima. That's the closest one. Uh, so you buy that bag. And it's 30 bucks for the bag. Mm-hmm. And then people are thinking, oh, I can fill it up and it's only 30 bucks. Well, it's not. When you call to pick it up, they have to have, they have a huge crane truck. So it has to be curbside. If it's not curbside, they're not picking it up. Mm. So now you have they to load it up in the backyard. Yeah. Up to your- so people will put it in their garage. They'll put oh. it in their driveway. That's how they get you. Yep. And this waste <laughs> management truck, I mean, they're not being malicious about it, but they can't fit that huge. It's a class A truck. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Bacon. big grapple truck. They can't fit it in, you know, in most driveways. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started our own. And then, so our bag, it's the same size, but it's a blue bag instead mm-hmm. of. How the big green is the one. bag? It's uh, like right at three yards. Okay. So that's, a, that's pretty big. Three yep. yards. Of the, and three it's just cubic real, yards. It's real, just like a heavy duty bag, yep. you know, that won't rip. And Yeah. And it's just like a little portable dumpster. Um, but yeah, so so theirs, by the time you you pick up a bagster, you're going to Home Depot. So you've gone over there to pick it up. They're 30, 35 bucks. And then when you fill it up, it's got to be curbside. And it's two, on average, like 220 if it's not overloaded to pick it up. And they charge you like almost 10 bucks just to schedule the pickup. Mm. And they're like five days out. I was like, well, like we can be way quicker than that. Uh-huh. Can we can beat their that. price. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so we, ours don't have to be curbside as long as we can park within 15 feet of it. We'll unload it by hand. Get the gains and, in there. And you can keep We're going to talk bag. about that in a minute. Yeah. yeah I mean, like how heavy do these bags get though? Uh, the limit's 3,500 pounds, but we can unload it by hand. So it's something I could just, yeah. Just curl that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but my, 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 leg uh, press. my roll off trailer, carry. yeah, my roll off trailer has a winch. So we can oh, drop okay. a bin and pull the bag into it. Mm. Um, or we can unload it by hand with the junk removal truck and you can keep the bag and use it again. 
the waste management, okay. you can't do that because they, yeah. they've got the crane, they pick it up, it's gone. one option. What you're yeah. telling me is you offer a much better product. Yep. Yeah. Much, <laughs> much better product, much better service. service. And it's much cheaper. better price. Yep. And yeah. we ship ours. So you buy it online, you buy it on our website, mm-hmm. and we ship it straight to your house next day. So yeah. you don't have to leave. It comes nice. straight to your house in a box. You unfold it, fill it up. Sure. Shoot me a text hey, when like you want. Like Amazon. Yeah. Come get it. Yeah. yeah wow. Except for you got to put that bag inside of a box yeah. inside of another <laughs> yeah. box. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Has that, that has that been a popular it, service for you guys? It's just just starting. Okay. So we've got a few, but yeah, I I plan on taking over the market around here for yeah. that. Yeah. So. He aims to take over. Yep. I like it. I like and, that. And where where do you plan on you know um, going within the future? And sorry if I'm skipping ahead. Anybody if anybody else has questions, but. So, you know, like what's, what's long-term, are you thinking about trying to franchise yourself or? No, I want to keep it local okay. and uh, I want to have five trucks that are servicing Houston to Galveston. That's our, that's our service area. Our main service area is just here, you know, pretty much Pearland to Galveston. Yeah. Okay. I love this area that like, that's my community. I grew up down here. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to work. Like that's the people I want to service, but we do go into Houston. That's your target. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the the big franchises focus on Houston. Some of them won't even go to Galveston. Uh, some of them won't yeah. go to Seabrook. Lived in so, Galveston for a while and it's yep. hard to, matter of fact, I've had dumpsters delivered in Galveston several years back before I knew about Coastal. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's pain in the ass to even yeah. get somebody to even bring one down there, mm-hmm. like much less get somebody to load it. You know what? I had better luck with a literal homeless guy mm-hmm. that um, he wanted to, he needed some money and uh, he had, a, I think he borrowed a truck or something like that. And he wanted all this the scrap metal that was in, yep. you know, bicycle rims and old washing machine and all kinds of different stuff in this garage that I was cleaning out mm-hmm. at one of my properties. And, um, I just kind of made a deal. I was like, Hey man, uh, you can keep the money for all the scrap and I'll help you load it, but you got to take everything in there. Yeah. And he was like, all right. And he and I loaded that truck. He had stuff on top of it. F-150. Oh, yeah. F-150. Yeah. He had stuff on top <laughs> yeah, of the right. truck with a rope. Tied. Yeah. He was doing all kinds of I'm just impressed that this dude had a, had a truck. I mean, damn. I, well, he, I think he borrowed it. I, if I remember right, wow. he had he a, a family, he had a family member or a friend or yeah. something, but uh, yeah. So anyway, the point is I had, I got a homeless guy who was, I can't even remember his name. He was badass. I mean, he, mm-hmm. that guy was Roger. getting it. Right. Roger. Yeah. But yeah, we loaded his truck up. And, um, I was like, you can keep all the money for the scrap metal, yeah, but you got to get rid of everything else too. And I'll help you load it. That's a pretty good deal. Oh yeah. And, uh, he's like, all right. And he had a lot of metal. I don't know how much yeah. money he made, but, uh, yeah. go, go Roger. <laughs> <laughs> That's like six to eight cents a pound right now. Depending on where you go. He had some poundage on yeah. there. That F-150 was squatting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lowered. Yeah. The yeah. money's in copper. Copper's where it's okay. at. Dude, it's like three bucks a pound or something. It's crazy. Wee brass. Yeah. Uh, brass, I I don't know about that. We don't really 
have too much brass. Yeah, ever. brass is. Is there still a lot of money in like uh, catalytic converters? Because I feel like people are still getting those popped off. I don't know. Pretty, yeah, pretty I, I mean, you see it on the news. People that's stealing a, them. That's yeah, a, dude, we're at Twin Peaks last week. Me, or not last week? It was like two weeks ago. Me and my brother were there, and um, we we're just standing there. We're talking, and we see this lady walk out to like her uh, Land Cruiser, real nice uh, Toyota Land Cruiser. She starts it up, and that thing sounds like a like a muscle car. Like, I'm like, damn, that thing kind of sounds sick. I was like. Okay, cool. I was like, all right, go. And I look back and it's like this like older lady and this guy walks up with his little shorts on. He's like, yeah, someone stole my wife's catalytic converter. And I'm like, people are still taking those. But yeah, I've heard that. Like, What is it in them that's valuable? It's precious metals. Yeah, it's, it's got like, precious metals. Um, platinum. I don't know. And, um, I don't know. Oh my goodness. Something proper. Yeah, <laughs> it's like some type of, and I've heard that Toyotas have like higher concentrations of it. But it's, um. Yeah, to help with like emissions and filtering. Right, um, right. Yeah, I knew that. But I didn't know. I yeah, didn't know. Platinum is one of them, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Wild. So, what about the clothing brand? Where where does it go? Do you want to keep growing it? Do you want to keep? Yeah. Uh, you do you want to be? Um, do you want it to turn into something where you have like a design team and a big production, or do you want to yep. keep it where you're you're drawing all your own stuff? And you're doing, you, you're basically touching every piece. How do you want to, how does that look to you? So, man, I have a vision for it. Like guy has a vision. Uh, yeah, I have a vision here, for now it. Now we're talking. <laughs> see his eyes this light up. I've yeah. been waiting for yeah. See his eyes light up. Yeah, I asked the right question. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so I, like I said, I live out in Santa Fe. I've got a little ranch. And uh, so I have a little over a half an acre that is pretty much useless right now. Like only thing I do is my goats eat on it. Mm-hmm. That's it to keep the grass short. But man, like I walk out there every morning. So you come out of my house, turn left to go to the driveway. And then that plot of land is right there. Mm-hmm. And dude, I, I just vision a huge shop there that is just dedicated to Nahoa threads. Just have just- offices. I want people working. I want. You know, inventory in there, huge shelves. Right out of Santa Fe, Texas. Yep, right out of there. A farm out back. Yep. My, yeah, I, I yeah. like that idea. So that, that's my What's the building look it. like? It's red. It's so a red. So I've got a red shop already. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll get into my house in a minute. Man, it's freaking sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I want it to match. So I've, the house is blue. I've got a uh-huh. red shop already. And I want that to be, because it, it would be next to it. But I want it to be like, Three three times the size. I want Sounds it to red. be like, I want it to be like a six thousand square foot shop. Hell yeah, huge, nice. It's a pretty big facility. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that, for, that's for, what I want for, for a clothing line. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's okay. Yep. So so it's gonna be red. Yep. All right. It's Is there gonna be, be a sign? Yep, a big old sign. A big old sign. Do you need models? We can, can model t- for you, man. I can t- yeah, for sure. Daryl's got a haircut. I mean, look at that, you know. <laughs> my new fucking yeah. haircut. <laughs> I model any shirt in this room. Yeah. I can model any shirt you got. Yeah. Give, give me one. I'll buy one. I'll yeah. model it. Yeah, uh, for sure. But so, you know what I like about this, Jared, is uh, I can tell that when I ask you these questions, you genuinely see it. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I see yep. this. This building will be here and yep. this, I already know what it looks like. That is, I, I think that's a very underlooked or, uh, overlooked is it? Or I'm sorry. Yeah. Or it's, it's underutilized, overlooked. Um, I'm not going to say, uh, skill skill. Uh, it's not really, I don't want to say skill. Um, cause I don't know if like visualizing is a, is a skill necessarily. 
but people not getting specific enough about what exactly it is that they want. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like your focus. So you say, okay, yeah, I want a clothing line in a shop. And that looks like this. But if you say, I want a clothing line with its own shop and the shop is here and it looks exactly like this. And there's this many people and this is the amount of revenue we're doing. Then your focus goes in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Focus starting to like manifest the whole thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's less of a broad, uh, sweep, you know, and, uh, underutilized, overlooked, um, I guess skill or trade or, or, uh, tool, tool, you know, what's been the most popular, uh, design that y'all have. Um, so this, this one sold like pretty quick. So we only did like 25 of these though. Okay. It was just like a limited run. Um, other than that, the radical shirt. Okay. Which nice, it's, nice. it's dark gray. Like I came up with, that was a hundred percent mine. And yeah. it, it was so cool. That, that, that one sold, that one took off too. Hell yeah. So it's dark gray and then, and hot pink says radical. Okay. Pink's yeah. my favorite color. Cool. cool. Yeah. Which is weird. For a lot of people, and they're like, "Yeah, that's strange." He's wrong with that. Yeah. I don't, man. I think that it was that's like something that's like dying off. It seems like more like guys are ad- adopting like some of the lighter colors, like yeah. pinks, yellows, purples, and mm-hmm. things like that. I don't think there's anything wrong yeah. with that. And, you know, it's like you oh. even have it on your hat now. It looks oh, fine. Yeah. And my shoes. And your shoes. Yeah, yeah I noticed that. <laughs> oh dang, I didn't see. The Did you used to? I'm skate a shoe back guy. I usually oh, yeah. notice. Yeah, yep. yeah. Where'd you yeah. used to skate at a lot, man? Um. I mean, I would just do it just around the neighborhood. Gotcha. And then uh, I did, I then I kind of switched into BMX when I got in Missouri because there was like nothing to do. And there was like BMX. One, one bike park. Missouri. Hey, I know a guy yeah. that knows a little bit about BMX. Yep. <laughs> Daryl used to be a BMXer, a little Dave Mira type action or what? No, no, I was a More racer. Not, not a freestyle, not like a, not like a. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. So that's different. When people say BMX, you got your freestyle, like yep. your Dave Mira mm-hmm. type guys. Um, and then you have your racing you know, your guys that race around a track. Who's the badass in racing for BMX? Daryl Laird. Daryl Laird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so dude, it's been many, many moons since I've been involved in that. But, um, I mean, I could name the guys that were, I guess, shit, big, yeah, big 20 years ago. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think Dave Mira is big now. So uh, I just like, yeah. there was some, there. some pretty renowned pros back then. A guy named John purse, uh, Gary Ellis, there was uh okay okay these guys are probably 60 now dude they were grown men yeah. expert or uh professional aba bmx racers when i was like a little boy mm-hmm. and i'm 31 so these guys got it i mean they're probably like old yeah. like but anyway yeah they were um they i'm trying to think of some more off the top of my head those are the two that come to my mind um but yeah it was a big deal man i uh i raced for a while i really enjoyed it Nice, um, nice. kind of, it's one of those, what if things that I have yeah. in my life where I'm like, man, what if I'd have kept going the alternate reality? They've got yeah. that track in Pearland. Yeah. They still do that. That one's been yeah. there forever. Yeah. Uh, Pearland, there used to be the one, um, here off of, uh, six and, uh, two seven or, uh, 12 mm-hmm. Um, there used to be one off right up off two ninety. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was several around here and yeah. they kind of, it kind of died out, yeah. you know, sport kind of died out yeah, a little did. bit, but it sucks. Yeah. But you know, what do you do? Do, do you mm-hmm. plan on integrating any of that into the clothing line? Yeah. Like so like biking, I still, skating, uh, stuff like that? so like I ride with like uh clutch city cruisers out of Houston. Oh, okay. oh, I've heard so, of them. Yeah. so I've got like a, uh, a freaking GT performer. Okay. Old yeah. school, but it's a 26 inch. Uh, I have a 24. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice. white and pink. Like, it's freaking cool. Okay. And then, 
Yeah. It sounds pretty fresh. Do you ever ride around fresh. here? I ride with some yeah. guys around here a little bit. Yeah. I've never been to that one. I don't know the big groups. The, it's a it's a li- real late. It's I, huge, I wake up early, man. so yeah. man, I, yeah, I know I they want, ride I late go at out night. There. I yeah. go out they there ride real late night. though. I think they yeah. don't even start to like. Nine yeah, or 10. it yeah, starts at like seven. Oh, seven is usually late. the meetup. Nobody rides out until around seven thirty eight. Eight, yeah, and then. Dude, I mean, you're. We get done sometimes at like one, one thirty. Exactly. Yeah. So I, there's all kind I, I of bikes out there. Oh, right? dude, it's crazy. People yeah. have homemade freaking trikes, speaker really? bikes. Did you go stuff. to the Galveston ride? Um, no, I didn't. I I did that one this past year in twenty twenty two. What bike? Um, did you take, take y'all's beach cruisers? Yeah, I took my nice. beach because it yeah. was yeah. I me and my wife have beach cruisers that cool. um, we bought when we lived down there, mm-hmm. and uh, we cruised them on the beach. Yeah. Often. Nice, nice. But anyway, yeah, we took them down there nice. and, and, uh, and wrote them. Uh, <clears throat> so Jared, how does, I want to ask you a very specific question before we wrap this up. You're All obviously right. a fit guy. You train? I do. Um, how has that helped you in your life, in your business in general? H- has it been a, how has it been a positive impact on just, you, your it's, fitness? It's kind of just kept me, uh, I mean, I guess it's like a, uh, I mean, obviously lifting, lifting yeah, yeah. Lifting heavy is good for, cause yep. you can pick up junk, a, a fridge, yeah. right? A fridge <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But you I, I like that word. Go ahead and elaborate a little bit. Uh, it just, it kind of keeps you on focus, like on target of, mm. of what your, you know, your plan is. Um, but yeah, I do most of the time I work out at home, but then I, I work out twice a week at, uh, or usually twice a week at Sanctuary in Friendswood. Okay. Okay. Like, nice. uh, I don't know if y'all know Jonathan. Yeah, I know owner. Jonathan. Yeah. Oh. So me and him like grew up together. Oh, okay. wow. And, uh, okay. Man, that he's just a good dude, man. Yeah. I, I love Great being guy. around him. He's very, you know, uh, I need to go check that place up. Yeah. And the place is huge. Cool. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, it's, massive. It's, it's a cool facility. Yeah. It used to be Velocity. Yeah. And back uh, in the day. And then he moved from his 517 location mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool deal. So, I, so basically what I'm hearing you say, uh, Jared is that whenever your fitness is on point, everything else, your yeah, life, your it, life it, is yeah. on point. I mean, I don't know the science behind that, but yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, gotta, like, it's yeah. gotta be a real thing in my yeah, head. Man. Yeah. That, that There's keeps two it. things for sure. Yeah. That's a real thing. And dumping off a of Toddville is the best place yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I love working out outdoors. So like, I okay. kind of touched on my house earlier. So like I just moved out to Santa Fe. I think it was like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife, me and my wife been dating since high school. So mm-hmm. we've been married for like 17 years, got three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so her grandpa was a house builder. Uh, her parents died when she was real young. So her grandparents raised her. So that, that was my in-laws. So right. her grandpa had built this house in the nineties out in Santa Fe and he lived in Pearland and he built uh, it for a client. Yeah, or? He had built it for a client. Okay. Nice. Um, and then, so he had told the people when he, when he built it, if y'all ever sell this house, I want it, mm-hmm. you know, y'all let me know. So they had land and property out in Santa Fe that they were going to build on kind of around the same time that they were going to start building. He was looking at retiring. This dude called and was like, Hey, we're going to sell the house. So they bought it. And that was like 2012. Mm-hmm. So they buy it from this guy that he had built it for. So the first time I had ever went out there, I just came back from Afghanistan, like my mental I mean, my head was kind of just, Oh yeah. You know, I can't imagine. Stirred up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so man, like we go out there the first time and her grandma was like, man, you just seem at peace out here. Like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did I get in the car? I'm like, I'm gonna live there one day. Like that's gonna be my house. 
Yeah. And, uh, and like they both got cancer and died, which mm. sucks. But, uh, I hate to get emotional. Man. Nah, hey. cool, man. nah, you are good. far from real, the first one. Yeah. Real, real men cry, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they wear pink and yeah. they cry. Yeah. They don't dump their yeah. junk on Todd. Yeah, Bill. exactly. <laughs> Three things. Three things that men do so, or don't do. Whatever. One that they so don't like do. her, her grandma got cancer first. And then within a, uh, a year, her grandpa got up, mm. passed away. So we bought the house from the estate last year. And like, dude, like that's my place, man. Forever. I love forever. That's going to be like, it forever. That's just, I love it out there, man. It is so Dude, peaceful. And like, I know it's crazy. There's some sadness to the story and there's some happiness to the story, but I am so happy for you and for your family because yeah. a lot of people never find that where yeah. they feel like mm-hmm. where they're supposed to be. I mm-hmm. don't think that, like, my house feels like a home to me. Yep. But I don't, I don't walk up to it and go, this brings me peace. This is where I'm going to be forever. Yep. And, uh, I don't think a lot of people will ever find that. Some, yeah. some do. Um, yeah. and, but I'm, I'm happy that y'all have found I appreciate that. It. Yeah. And, I mean, it was, it was I, crazy. I hope that everybody can find mm-hmm. that. Yep. Do you like, have a little place to work out out there? Like a little like, yeah, gym so, type area? Yeah. So like we've got, so like her grandpa, man, he had just like done this place up, man. He was a big car guy. So he built this huge, like, I don't know, it's probably 1800 square foot shop. Shop's almost the size of the house. Like, wow. it's a pretty small house. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so, like, uh, we didn't even have room because I got three kids, so we had to close off the garage of the house to make it a room. Mm-hmm. But so he had built, like, this freaking sick shop. There's a barn out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Half acre lot for your sh- for your yeah, T-shirt. Just, yeah, <laughs> so it's like, it's a little. Line. You were thinking yeah. about it in yeah, the right. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> shop. So, yeah. He it, built, like, man, I, I always told my wife, like, he built this house for me. He just didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there you go. So, yeah, so it's a little over five acres total. We've yeah. got a pond, uh, a, a big shop, and then the barn. So we've got chickens now. Goats, yeah. Like, but, yeah, man, I just, dude, it was crazy. Like, the first time we had everyone out there, like, her grandma was, like, super spiritual. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she just, like, pulled me aside and was like, man, you just seem so at peace out here. And, Did you feel it, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, and she could just sense it. Yeah. Some of that, it's a motherly yeah, or that's grandmotherly. Yeah, that's Intu- a that intuition. Yeah, yeah. it was it was wild. But I told my wife that day, I'm like, we're gonna live here. Good and for wow. y'all, yeah. man. I'm so happy that y'all were able to buy it from the estate and and made and it make, happen and man. make it yeah. make it y'all's. Yeah, and then that's awesome. not only that, and the legacy goes on, right? He built mm-hmm. it, and then he bought it, and then you bought it, and it goes yeah. on, right? And I'm oh, sure. Yeah one or all of your kids will end up with it and yep. so on and so forth. Probably my youngest. Yeah. He is just adapted to the country life. Man. That's how yeah. it really yeah. 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 Yep. I hope to, um, you know, my, my wife and I talk a lot, we don't have any kids and we don't know if we will mm-hmm. decide to have any, but I hope that, um, if we do, we are in one, a situation where I feel like that is my home forever. Yep. Like what you found. And two, I hope that it's more rural and we can do stuff like raise yep. chicken. I don't need like 700 acres, right? Yeah, right. That's, I mean, that'd be kind of cool, yeah. but like, <laughs> but like five or 10 yep. where I could maybe have a cow or two, mm-hmm. a handful of chickens, some goats, a garden like that's yep. substantial enough to sustain mm-hmm. a family, you know, yep. um, and just kind of. I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, full off grid satellite blockers and, yeah. and, and no Wi-Fi, you know, uh, yeah. Connex <laughs> box buried under the ground. Yeah. You know? not, like, I mean, that might be kind of cool too, but yeah. like, but always got to be ready, but, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I would like to be able to 
at least um, raise them in an environment where they can learn how to do those things because yep. uh, it could be valuable. Yep. You know, um, I think, you know, it's a dying, it's a dying thing and for people, especially here in America to mm-hmm. know how to do all that stuff. And yep. it's kind of cool. How old is your youngest? Uh, he's four. He's four. And he's, he's just, he's wild. Man. <laughs> he just wear, does he wild. walk around in underwear and boots? Yeah. Yeah. Or barefoot. And that dude will take off. He'll start chasing the goats and he stuff. Don't care. So we got three goats and like, I don't know. My wife keeps buying freaking chickens. So we got, I don't know, probably 2 million chickens. Yeah. <laughs> About 2 million. Yeah. You have to keep buying them. Why can't you yeah. just hatch them? I know. Well, we started. Okay. So okay. We've got some of those too. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, There's dude, a mixture. It's, dude, it's wild. But I mean, it's cool because I, I always wanted to do that. Not yet. You're going to so have that, one. That's the next thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You, already, you already know what it looks like? I've started to get a little more into that uh, self-sustainable um, type of stuff myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like my girlfriend's real into plants and stuff. And we're going to have, we, she wants to have like a little garden. She a plant mom? Uh, about to be. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for sure, I've actually just inquired on um, buying a cow. Awesome. To, to, ha- to, for meat, you know, to mm-hmm. have nice grass fed, yep. you know, nice high mm-hmm. quality meat. Armor I'm going to look into, into yeah. chickens. And so just because, um, re- to be honest with you, it's more from a nutrition perspective for me. Mm-hmm. But then after I got more into it and started doing the research of, you know, the way the cows are raised and the chickens are raised and just doing it properly and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. man, this is the way it's supposed to be. Yep. Even if I don't do it myself, cause to be honest, like I'm not really into that. Yeah. Um, but the thought of someone doing Buying it, it from yeah. somebody that is, that yeah. is correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, to be honest with you, it's starting to kind of get to me a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I think I feel this is the way that it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I'm going to, I haven't, um, Apparently right now it's a little bit in the off season. So the, the, yeah. the calves are growing right now. So it's going to be mm-hmm. a couple months, but I went ahead and purchased uh, a, a pretty good, about a little over 30 pounds That's of awesome. beef from this uh, local farmer nice. yeah. the other day. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just feel like this is, this is the way that yep. maybe it should be. Yeah. And you like, know? yeah. So I, like growing up, you know, I was all about the beach. And then it's like when we moved out there, that that's kind of where like Nahoa kind of just came together. Cause like the theme of it is kind of coastal, kind of country. Yeah. Ooh. So it kind of just blended. I on. like that. Kind of uh, coastal, kind of yeah. country. <laughs> so it sounds like a song. It could be a song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but man, like I just. I'm calling up Morgan to... Wallen right yeah. now. Yeah. Morgan <laughs> yeah. Wallen. He's listening to okay. this. Okay. Yeah. Kind of coastal, kind of yeah. country. It's like the seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but like yeah, it. man. Like I just, I love that place, man. Like it's just crazy. That's cool. Like. Well, man, I'm glad to hear that for uh, you and your family, Jared. It's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I think I'm at a point in life where I hear somebody either accomplish something really good or or find something like what you found, um, like that's just really uh, something they're passionate about or something that they love. I'm like... I feel grateful for it. Right. I'm kind of yeah. at that. Cause you know, whenever I was younger, it's not that I, I didn't feel anything about it all. Oh, okay. Well, good for Jared. He's got a, yep. a place that he likes. Cool. And go on. And now I'm like, now that I'm, I have a little bit better understanding of life. I don't really understand too much about it, but <laughs> I have a, I've changed so much, especially yeah. over the past t- five, 10 years of my life. Definitely the past five to six years and hearing stuff like that, yeah. just, uh, just really makes me happy. So it's almost refreshing to know that people are actually 
living their life in this I way. Think, I think fulfilling, it's fulfilling I, things yep. like this because it just gets Dude, overlooked. I, I see it all around me. You go online and I, we're going to get down another rabbit hole here. We're going for an hour and 10 minutes so far. You go online and you would and you watch the news and you would think that everything is just pure chaos and everybody hates yeah. everybody and there's not good people and nobody's doing good things. And then you go out into the real world and you talk to people and you you interact with people really in real yep. life and you realize most people are good yep. and just trying to live their lives to the, and out there there's some shitheads. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, sure. um, there's always going to be some shitheads, but you know, shitheads aside, the overwhelming majority of people are just good people trying to live their lives, trying to find something like what you found mm-hmm. a home and a lifestyle and a career that they love. And, uh, you know, and they're good and they hope that you find it too. Right. Yeah. And most, you know, you don't see it. Like I said, you watch the news and you go online, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't correlate. So it's definitely fabricated. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and, um, like Phil said, it's refreshing daily, uh, weekly to go out and interact with people like yourself, Sean, Phil, and many others that I know people that I don't know that I interact with in public and go, man, it's just a regular guy or just a regular family. Yeah. I just out here trying to make it. They don't hate anybody. They don't yeah. hate me. I don't hate them. Yep. Uh, they're not degenerates. I'm not a degenerate. You know what I'm saying? They're just minding and, their own business. Yeah, they're just living, living their life. Living life. And yeah. living a great life yep. at that. And yeah. what they consider great, mm-hmm. not what someone else considers right. great. Yep. Yep. And you see, I think that's trending that way. I think we did get into a low a low spot over the past couple of years, especially yep. with with COVID and with uh, the tension that they, they created with it, you know? Uh, but, you know, I feel like we're trending, we're trending back towards just I, the real American yeah, spirit. Real America. Yeah, yeah. Real American spirit where everybody is American together pursuing uh, personal mm-hmm. happiness, right? And life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness. Yep. And, you know, I think we're moving back towards that. People are tired of the bullshit. Yeah. and um, not that I think most people were good anyway, but they try to make us think mm-hmm. that are not good. Or you go online and you, you would soak up some negativity and you oh, wouldn't yeah. think that, but it's refreshing. You're out here in the real world, real people doing real things. There will be a shop on that half acre. Yep. There's going to be a garden. Yeah, his little his son probably won't still be wearing shoes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barefoot so, in his underwear, just running around the same thing. I love it. But he fits in out there. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. He's one of them. Yep. Yeah. Y'all are the outsiders yeah, exactly. with all your clothes yep. and your teeth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> People look at me like, ah, oh, flat billed hat. Yeah. Pink shoes. Yeah. Uh-huh. This guy is, that yeah. dude's from Kiev. He doesn't even, he doesn't even go here. Yeah. 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 He must be from Paraland. Why is he out here? Yeah. yeah. yeah right. But so uh Jared, before we close this thing out. Uh, where can the people find you if they need, uh, junk removed, if they need t-shirts, clothing, if they need somebody to talk to, if they want to find out how to donate to your, uh, your, uh, is it not wounded warriors? It's a uh, irreverent warriors. So yeah. if they want to find out about that, where, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Where can they follow you? Plug it all right now. All right. So for me, uh, Instagram. Like yeah. I'm on Facebook, but Instagram's where yeah. like I, I really focus. So that's Coastal Junk Removal One. At and, Coastal Junk yep. Removal number one. Yep. And then at Nahoa Threads. At Nahoa Threads yep. also on Instagram. Yep. 
And uh, that's you personally yep, operating that, these yeah, pages. That's, that's me personally operating them. Um, Irreverent Warriors, like they have their own stuff. Like we just mm-hmm. kind of, uh, we do a- it's, I know you don't own that, but yep. I know you you support them. And, yeah, and so, so maybe people got, listening would want to support yeah, them. Yeah, so they're Irreverent Warriors on uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and same thing on their website. And they're actually going to have a thing. They're doing a hike tomorrow in Galveston. Good deal. So if you see a bunch of- Freaking weirdos. That's us. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, um, is a DM, a, do, you, do you prefer a D, DM and email yeah, DM or text message? Or you can text me at 281-789-0188. Y'all got and the number folks. Yep. Going to have to rewind. Yep. You're going to have to rewind it and, <laughs> and get a hold of my guy, Jared over here. Well, we're going to close this thing out y'all. Uh, any, any closing remarks? My folks been the show went all over the place and I lo- I'm, yeah. I like that it did. <laughs> I'm, I'm everywhere, man. Yeah. My brain is everywhere. But I, Same. thank I, you all so much for letting me come yeah, on. No yeah, no worries. Oh, we appreciate dude, you, man. It's, it's our pleasure to get people on here to tell their story and to um, just have, we, we like to have good conversations. That's what, that's what this is rooted in. Yep. Phil and I would get together on usually a weekly basis and have deep conversations, just me and him in the gym. And we said, man, we got to, we got to start recording this and talking yeah. about it. And then, you know, we got to start talking. There's other people that could have these conversations with us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is what it's kind of bloomed into. So thank and you for awesome. coming on. Yeah. We'll have to get you it. back on. Maybe we can do a, uh, April 18th, 2024 for his two years mm-hmm. first. Well, you were in business before that, yep. but two years where you went full, yeah, full, full committed, full sin. Get you back on. Yeah. Here. Yeah. We'll talk about all six of your trucks that you have <laughs> yeah. on the road, your 1500 employees yep. and uh, your mansion <laughs> that you built where that yeah. shop was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else guys, Sean, you good, man? I don't really have anything else. I just appreciate you being on the show, man. Cool. For sure. Appreciate it. Papa yeah. Phil. No, nah, man, that's it. I really enjoyed it. I think it was, um, I think it's good stuff. And I just wanted to, <clears throat> the last thing I'm going to say is I think that the entrepreneurial journey is, is, constantly trying to take all those ideas you have and keep them under control and filter them into the, into the correct energy that, that propels us forward. Yep. So, um, I don't zero, know, just, zero in on the goal, be specific. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guys. That's so it. listen, so listen, don't dump your trash on Toddville. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call Jared. Yep. All right. You got his phone number. You got his, you got his Instagram. Call Jared. Don't buy us. Can I say the word Nike on here? (laughs) (laughs) Don't buy other brands. Buy his shirts. Okay. (laughs) That's the rules. (laughs) Are you going to even buy an OTG shirt? But uh, one. So uh, don't, don't dump your trash on Toddville. Buy your apparel from Jared and, um, you know, just be very specific in pursuing your dreams. You know, figure it's what exactly does it look like in your brain? And laser that focus, that vision and that focus in on that. And guys, I've been awake for like 30 hours. So uh, I think I'm going to close this out and maybe I'm going to go home and go to bed. Probably. Man. No, I figured we could hit, uh, figured hit some legs. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got legs for arms. Those things are large. Dude, when you said Toddville, I was like, that's kind of crazy because I feel like that's a little bit of an uppity, uppity area. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super uppity and like super nice homes over there, like multi-million dollar homes. But people, people still dump yeah. over there. People still dump over there. Couches, mattresses. Wow. That's tripped up. That is crazy. My guy's just trying to take his kids to the park. Yep. Diddles. <laughs> Up, if you're one of those people dumping yeah. on Toddville, we're not cool. Yeah, I don't think they. Cool. I don't think if they're dumping on Toddville, they're not listening to this meet show. Me, meet yeah. me in the squat rack. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, we're out. See y'all.
Yeah, that's tripped up. I didn't know 